0: Hey everybody, it's 12.56 on Thursday morning, early, early morning. Can't sleep, of course. I think it's because I'm sick. Well, I slept for a couple hours and then, but I go to bed so early because I'm so wiped out that I do wake up and, and, you know, and I made a card tonight for one of my dear friends and, and, um, I just had some thoughts. So, um, what are my thoughts? My thoughts are I can't remember my thoughts. (laughs) After having COVID a couple years ago, I have not been able to remember things the same. And it's really frustrating because I used to remember everything. Like an elephant, you know, an elephant's memory. They remember everything. And... Sometimes in the classroom when parents come to pick up their kiddos, they say their name and I I can't register who it is. And I feel so stupid. But I know it's because of COVID. It affected two parts of my body and my brain was one of them. I was in a brain fog all the time for two whole weeks. And I couldn't remember, like, I would get to the end of the day, and I'm so thirsty and so hungry. And I remember talking to one of my sisters, and I said, I don't know why I'm so thirsty. And she said, did you remember to drink today? And I said, no. And then I said, I'm so hungry. And she's like, did you remember eat? And I said, no. I, I don't remember doing those things, and I remember feeling like an, I felt like an 80-year-old Alzheimer's woman. Because I would forget to go to the bathroom, I would forget to eat and forget to drink for two whole weeks. So I had to set timers to eat and drink. And one night, I forgot, and I I got to the end of the day, and I drank like a whole quart of water in like like thirty seconds. But um, as COVID is not a joke. It really hurt me, and it hurt my sleeping patterns too because I. just couldn't sleep all night and then I would sleep all day and then it would swap so if anybody says COVID isn't real they're lying to you it was it was just one of the worst things I've ever gone through I feel like it purified me but it also took things away from me that I miss a lot I miss miss my brain I mean, I don't think it's because I'm getting older. It's because of what happened. And, you know, it's it's what COVID affects everyone so differently. And you just don't, you just don't want to get it. But I think someone did say by the time COVID is over, everyone will have it. It's like having the flu, you know, or being sick or having a cold. Just one of those things that, you know, I wasn't afraid that I would die, but I just it was awful. It was just awful. So, but I had a couple other thoughts. I don't even know why I got started on that. Um, I'm still, you know, after getting rid of that person in my life, I I don't feel empty. I just feel sad. Um. I feel like I'm, I gave up something that I needed to give up, but in giving it up there, it left a hole, just a little bit of a hole. And I don't know how to fill that hole. There's, it's not food related. It's, you know, it's emotional and it's relationship related. And I don't want to jump into a new relationship with anyone ever. You know, I don't want to jump at all. I'm 51. I have the luxury of choosing who I wanna be with, who I wanna date. Um, I don't have to settle for anything. Ever. I never did, but I always thought that I did. So I was on Facebook tonight and I found two quotes that I want to share. One of them the first one, well that I really, really liked, said someday you will be happy and it will be because you were brave enough. To let go of everything that was never meant for you. There have been a lot of things that weren't meant for me. And I, I am a happy person, you know. I really am. Yet deep down inside there's so much pain and loneliness. And sometimes it's hard to comprehend the depths of my soul and what I need and what I want and... The things that Heavenly Father has withheld from me for so long, not because I'm not worthy of them, but because I'm the most worthy of them. And waiting is the hardest part. It's the hardest part. And I don't take a lot of comfort in people that are married who have a companion telling me to wait or to be patient or it's just, it's coming. I I don't like that. I. I don't. I don't think it brings me comfort to hear that, even if it's true. You know, there's been a lot of waiting in my life. I had to wait for everything, every single thing, and maybe you have too. Yet I'm still waiting, and you know, not being able to have children, when that's all I ever wanted. It's been really hard. Yet, I know Heavenly Father gives us challenges on earth and a purpose and a reason. And it makes me a better teacher. It makes me a better mommy figure to these little kiddos. And I shared a story with them today. And it was really sweet about how I got to come here. And when I was done with the story, every single one of my littles came up and they just hugged me. They kept saying, we love you, Miss Adele. We love you, Miss Adele. (laughs) That's really sweet. And you know, when I come home, I'm alone. And I miss them. And I miss them. But I know that there's reasons for that. It doesn't make it any easier. This is really hard. And then a long time ago, when I was in a young adult singles ward, we were all on the same row. And then we were in a family ward, the singles, we were like in our 20s, and I was living in Moses Lake, and we were singing. Oh, families can be together forever, something. And we were like rolling our eyes. We're like, whatever, we're still single. And then we started singing, Someday my prince will come in the millennium. (laughs) That's more true than you know. So I'm looking forward to the millennium with great anticipation for many reasons. So this other quote that I found is really great. And I think this was put in my path just for me today. It said, I wish I could show you, when you are lonely or in darkness, the astonishing light of your own being. That's a really good quote. Sometimes I forget. And then I have friends there to remind me. So it's just like running a marathon. The goal's in sight, but you just have to keep running, keep running. And to navigate life without a companion, to give you that validation, to give you that hand to hold, that warm bed to lie lie next to in, to wake up and to know they're there, to share children with. It's not been easy. And I know everybody has their struggles, but this is my podcast, and this is my struggle. To not look around and want what other people have, but to be grateful for what I have and what's coming to me. I'm so grateful for my career, Miss Sheila, and seeing something so beautiful in me to hire me. My co-workers, my kiddos, my littles, my dear friends in Marion and in Palmyra. And now in Rochester, I just made a brand new friend in Rochester, and I just love her so much. She brings me she brings me joy every day. Yesterday, today, or yesterday, she brought me a donut. <laughs> she snuck in, she snuck into my classroom and said, "Here, I got you a donut." <laughs> <coughs> 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 and there's some jazz festivals this summer. She's like, "We're going." I'm like, and guess what? We need to go to the movies. And she's had some tragedy in her life. And she understands tragedy. And we understand each other. And we have lunch together. We're, we're at the same break time. And it's so been so much fun to just feel her spirit and her love and her kindness. And she always has the best words for me. And the best, just such a wonderful, wonderful person. And I know my only father brought her into my life for a reason. You know, I'm just so grateful. And I know there's reasons where why Heavenly Father places us where He does, is where we can do the most good with the gifts and talents we've been given. And not only do the most good, but to feel the most love. I feel so much love when I come into work every day. So much love from everyone, everyone. And today we had 14 of them and my assistant was, she was gone today. And so Michelle was in there with me and it was, it wasn't, it was nutty. Like it was crazy for both of us. And then we, we went outside for 10 minutes and it wasn't snowing, but there was still snow on the ground and the kids were freezing. And so I brought him in and the kids were crying and I was about ready to cry. I was frustrated because I was doing lunch, you know, two tables, 14 kids, 14 three-year-olds, two tables, you know, and it was just rough. And so, I, you know, I'll have a little gesture of, I tell the, I show the kids when the noise level's too, too, too high, and I, I said today, Miss Adele's head is going to pop off, do you want to see that? And one of the girls said, yes, we want to see your brain. <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't. But then at the table is one of my little littles, I said, Miss Adele's getting frustrated, and he's like, Miss Adele, but you're still so pretty. <laughs> Those cute, little, sweet, honest comments from these sweet, little, tender spirits. Sometimes I forget that they're three, and I forget that they're still learning, because sometimes they go up against me and and are a little bit rebellious, but who isn't, you know? Anyway, those are my random thoughts. So I hope you have a great day, and we'll chat with you again sometime. Hopefully it won't be so emotional. (laughs) So... She's just a little tender feelings of my heart. And sometimes they really come out in the morning when I can't sleep. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Bye.